Introducing my new $4.99 Spicy Chicken Strips combo. 100% all-white meat strips with crunchy batter and the perfect kick of spice. The chicken is bigger, tastier, and only $4.99 with fries and a drink. Go get it. Plus tax. Limited time only. Price and participation varies. Three-piece combo with small drink and fries. Fly from PDX via Iceland's magnificent landscapes to one of our 20 European destinations. Find out more at icelandair.com. Get around. It's time for the sanctuary of sweet truth. Hey, this is Sugar Shane here with another episode of the Sanctuary Sweet Truth on this uh, Thursday night. Got a uh, co-host with me, Billy Dees. What's going on, man? And we got my uh, crew member I usually have with me on Tuesday nights on In These Layman's, in these layman's Terms, uh, Jack Casey. Hey, guys. How's it going? Doing all right. Y'all had a pretty good week thus far. Yeah, I saw yeah. you two days ago, so not much has changed. Yeah, not much has changed in my life, man. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, not a whole lot here either. Uh, I met your cat. Yeah, you did. Yeah. He's an or she's an awesome cat. Yeah, she's friendly as hell to everybody, man. Oh uh, yeah, I love that cat. Yeah, yeah, she really is. Lady Q is like says that she's one of her favorites now because she's such a sweet cat. Oh, yeah. I guess because her cat's such a raging asshole all the time. But, <laughs> yeah, I hate asshole cats, man. I just can't get into that. I mean, my, my, when I was in Georgia, my damn, my brother, where we lived, where we were staying, they had three cats. Uh-huh. But you never saw them, man. And I'd get up in the morning. I'd get up in the morning there at 5 o'clock, even on vacation. Yeah. Going and sitting up in the living room and doing some work while I was up, when I, while everybody else was in the bed. When you go in there to cut the light on, man, them son of bitches would be scurrying like cockroaches. Uh, <laughs> Take it off, man. Just leave it. They didn't, yeah, like, to be, they didn't like to be around nobody, man. Really? Yeah, that, yeah. that reminds me of my, uh, my aunt and uncle had a, this giant Maine Coon named Shadow when I was growing up. and They lived out oh. in West Virginia. And this cat would stand at the, in their, uh, their main bathroom was in the basement. It was kind of like a weird house. Uh-huh. And uh, so Shadow would stand in front of the door. And keep in mind, me and my sister were probably, I think, like, six and eight at the time uh, yeah. me being the older one and um, the cat would stand in front of the door and hiss at you and i mean you know when you're eight years old you got this like 23 pound like cat hissing, <laughs> like spitting at you it's scary as hell well eventually yeah. my uncle just kicked it down the stairs and it uh it decided to pay him back by pissing all over the basement while we were still oh, there no but yeah shadow was not a nice cat i only had one cat in my entire life and i couldn't stand to be around it was my friend uh james which came and saw me tw- uh, twice while we were in Georgia. And uh, he had a cat, and I used to go over to his house, and it was part bobcat. Oh. And that son of a bitch, man, I kid you not. I was sleeping on a couch, and I'd just about sleep with one eye open because I was worried <laughs> that damn cat was going to jump up there and attack my ass in the middle of the night. I mean, that cat yeah. was spooky, man. 
It, every time you went around it, it was like giving you the evil eye. I mean, it was like, wow. It's like a cat out of hell. Yeah, it's kind of like my buddy Drew's little calico. I call her attack cat because she'll jump in your lap wanting pets. You pet her twice, then she'll like bite almost all the way through your hand. Damn. Uh, one time she shredded <laughs> my hand so bad that when I got to work, I had to spend like about 10 minutes like just patching everything up so that I could actually you know do my job because she got <laughs> me so good. But, uh, That's funny. Yeah, she's a little punk. Uh, but I don't want to apologize for it, but I can't explain it because Billy, me and Billy D's were talking about it earlier. For Monday's show, I didn't mean to get that deep into where out my psyche is. It was is, fine, Shane. But uh, I really <laughs> I did not, calling, I didn't, didn't I mean start, to go that deep. Can I start calling you Shane Curtis? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a, yeah, it was a little bit, it was a little bit, uh, it was on the philosophical side, let's say that. And I really didn't mean for it to go that route. But, uh, sometimes, That's fine. Sometimes it was mouth, awesome. Sometimes my mouth runs or my heart speaks before my mind processes. Well, that's why doing. that's why people like to listen to you, Shane. Uh, I really I, most of the time everything I do say comes from the heart first, and then I process it so later. You know, after I've already said it, because I just <laughs> kind of like shoot first and ask questions. Yeah, later. yeah, kind of like that. Just hope for the best. Whatever. It's, once it leaves <laughs> my mouth, hope it's all right. No filter here. Supposed yeah. to find out who the rat is before you throw him in the uh, river, Shane. Yeah. <laughs> well, one of the things I want to talk about, I don't know if y'all got to see it or not, which is hence the title of this show. Reason for it is uh, I titled this show, Yeah, We're Thinking the Same Thing You Are, WTF, about Madonna. <laughs> oh, that's the tribute thing? Yeah. Okay. Did you I see didn't even any click of that? that link. Did you Dude, see I didn't even, that, Billy? I didn't even click that link. I just saw the name of Madonna and just immediately stopped giving a crap. But, man, I couldn't believe it, dude. She had a 10-minute damn speech. Most of it was all about herself. Wow. If you listen to the speech, it's all talking about her. And yeah, I haven't I, had a chance to listen. Honestly, I probably can't critique the whole thing because I haven't heard it. But the, scutter, the scuttlebutt on this has been really bad. Yeah, it's more or less her talking about herself for the whole damn speech, and at the very end of the speech, well, she talks about her going to Paris and everything. And at the very end of the speech, she goes, "And that's why I got to thank this fine lady here, the late Aretha Franklin." And that was the <laughs> tribute right there at the damn end. So Did she you? didn't sing one of her songs, or she didn't do any. She uh-uh. just talked about herself for ten minutes. Yeah. What the, dressed up like in the worst damn garb you'll ever see, you fucking laugh. Man, I don't mean this in a bad way. Don't take this in a bad way. But I think African apparel looks better on African people. That's just my belief. She was That's wearing like robe wraps and stuff. Yeah, she looked like oh, she was God. trying to live like Jamaica, mom. <laughs> she looked. It was a ridiculous fucking outfit on her. That's all I, I got to look say. this up now. Oh, man, it's <laughs> awful. The picture I got for the show was a picture of her in that outfit. It's awful. Hmm. She's pitiful. And, and when you hear her talk. Oh, my God, you're not kidding. Yeah, ain't it terrible? And wow. It's awful. And when you hear her talk the whole time, you're going to listen to this. And probably more than once during this 
process of listening to the shit that's coming out of her mouth, you're going to think, what damn drugs is she on? Because I know I did <laughs> at least twice. Cause she looks, looks like, like she got this. rolled around in like a, an electronics <laughs> landfill and then just didn't take a shower for a week. <laughs> it looks awful, don't it? It's terrible. Yeah, like what's that stuff on your face? What are you doing? I she looks like if, like it. She looks like Middle Earth cyberpunk. Yeah, you, you have to check it out, Billy. It's something. Oh my yeah, God. yeah, it's weird. I like I, yeah, I like to see what you think about it because I know you're gonna think this is some damn outfit. Hell, they're making outfits now. I saw a damn catwalk for models. Well, what it was called a tape something. And these bros was coming out there on the catwalk, walking, doing the thing. With and their whole outfit outfit was tape. Oh, I've seen um, that before. You ever see those like duct tapes prom uh, yeah, dresses? Yeah, yeah. This is yeah, all colored. This is yeah. all colored tape. I've never seen it before. I've never seen yeah. anything like it. Yeah. I saw a picture like of this chick who was dressed up in a bunch of condoms to go to prom. God. Like her dress was made out of condoms. Yeah, I did. I, I noticed that one too. Yeah, they had it on uh, Facebook there. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I thought that was interesting that she would talk about herself that much. What a tribute. I couldn't imagine. <laughs> if I was going to give a tribute, I'd want to talk more about the person I'm tributing, less about myself. That'd be my point of view. You're not there to lift yourself up. Usually, um, most of those tributes that those quote-unquote artists do are self-aggrandizing if you really break them down. Yeah, Yeah, I won't argue that. Well, it puts them back in the news. You could say that any publicity, even bad publicity, is still publicity. Keeps your name out there. Right, right. Oh, man, before this, I hadn't even thought about Madonna in years. I'm actually surprised she's still around, to be honest, man. Yeah, she did a halftime show a few years ago. For Super yeah, it wasn't too bad. Yeah, I wasn't crazy about it. Yeah, it was. It was like you know the earth shaking, but it wasn't bad. I'll tell you, one of the ones that surprised me that I thought was a halfway decent show, a lot better than I was expecting, was Lady Gaga. Yeah. Oh, I she's talented. Her, I thought her halftime show was uh, pretty damn good. Actually, isn't she? Isn't she in some kind of a remake now, uh, Star is Born or something like that? The old Streisand role? Yeah, she's doing it with Bradley Cooper. Okay, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. It looks like a that, really that good movie. Worth, yeah, I'm going to yeah, go check it out. Yeah, that might be worth uh, yeah, checking out, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go to the theater and see that. Yeah. You know who I want to see do a halftime show? Who's that? Weird Al Yankovic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he would actually would probably awesome. do pretty well. Oh, yeah. do, he would probably do a good job, but I doubt I'll see it ever happening. He just recently did a tour in which he didn't like do any of his own stuff. He did all covers, and man, yeah. he nailed them. There's this one uh, Billy Joel cover that he did. I can't remember the song, but um, he he did very very well. Um, it's it's worth looking up on YouTube. Some of the, like his uh, his newest tour. My sister and brother in law went and got and saw it, and they said it was just amazing. And it was it was odd to see him not changing out of costumes and everything, but he nailed like every cover he did. A lot of people think he's like a joke, but he really is truly one of the most talented musicians oh, to ever walk this earth. Absolutely, he's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, I, I, yeah, I, and I and I agree with you, but it's just marketable ability. Everybody's going to go with some big pop star, 
And I will say the best best performances I've ever seen at a halftime show were probably Michael Jackson, of course. Yeah. Um, Springsteen Tom did a Petty. good job. I don't remember if I've ever seen that one. Tom Petty. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Prince. Absolutely. Yeah, Prince I was going to say Prince. A lot Prince of people was... got pissed about that, but it was it was a very good performance. Oh my god, it was a phenomenal. I'm not even like super into his music either, but it was a beautiful oh, uh, set that he did. Oh yeah, he did a great job. Absolutely, a, no question. He, yeah. he was an artist like man, we'll never see again, man. That I mean, I don't mean that. I'm not trying to jump on no bandwagon here because he died. Because I've always had admiration for him. But the dude can play like 20-something instruments. And his vocal range has no range. It has no boundaries at all. He could be in the damn lowest octave and jump to the highest in like a matter of seconds. Right, right. Isn't it said that he's got something like 30 or 40 albums that have never been released to the public? Oh, I I think it's somebody else. Yeah, it's hard to say. I'm sure he's got a lot of material, yeah. Yeah, because he stayed up, held up in that house for a long time. I wouldn't be surprised what kind of work he did while he was there. And I thought, and from what I've heard, he wrote music for other people too, songs that oh, he didn't yeah. record. Oh, absolutely. So I don't know what all he did while he was up in there. So yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he was one of them or had that much material. You know, somebody's like it. But yeah, he was a hell of an artist. Hell of an artist. Oh, man, I'm just realizing this, but this picture I'm looking at of Madonna, she looks like she has one of those double-bladed knives with, like, the handle in the middle <laughs> sticking out of her head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it almost looks like she's trying to be that damn uh, woman that wore the fruit on her damn head. Carmen Miranda. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the most 80s thing I've heard in a while. <laughs> I love Madonna as far as a singer. I think she's a pretty good singer. She made some great songs. And she was she made pop songs when it was genuinely pop. Oh, yeah. Not, not a lot of auto-tune and all that kind of stuff. She made some hits long. I mean, some of her songs may have since been auto-tuned back, you know, in her, her most recent stuff. But before the auto-tune era, she could sing. She could make her stuff without auto-tune. Yeah, so, she's very uh, underrated in the studio, too. She she was quite an innovator. She was uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of her music, but I'll be the first to admit that she does have genuine talent. Oh, yeah. 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 You know, I've never been big on pop music myself. She know, originally wanted to be a dancer. She never wanted to be a singer originally. She originally wanted to be a dancer. And she ended up somehow, I forget what the story is, but she ended up falling into the uh, singing scene. Yeah. And that's well, how that got started. She came up in my uh, early days of uh, DJing, and um, the, the the DJ marketplace was a lot different than what it is now, especially in the club scene. A lot of us, we compete against each other, and we would come up with uh, different ways to mix songs together, and we would all compete with who had the best ideas. And uh, Her 12 inches were fantastic. I mean, you could do anything with those songs. And um, uh, I, I, I can remember just, you know, beat mixing those things to death, uh, you know, like a virgin and all those songs. But I had the 12 inch extended version of those beat patterns and everything. And uh, so I remember her when in, in the heyday, the glory days of DJing. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, that was uh, in the you know, mid 80s there. 
and uh, so I have very fond memories of her. Yeah. Yeah, she made some great hits. I mean, I don't agree with all her lifestyle choices that she made. They were way yeah. out there. They were good publicity stunts. I'll give them that. Yeah. Kind of like what Ozzy Osbourne, Marilyn Manson, all those goofballs were. Yeah, I remember when I was growing up in the mid-90s, she seemed to piss someone off at least once every other week or so. Yeah, yeah. You'd see her all over the headlines again. And what people didn't realize is if you just would ignore it, it'd go away. Because yeah. you were, she, you were get, she, she was getting the response she was wanting. It was planned that way. Yeah. So all you did was put fuel, fuel to the fire. You just ignore it and go on. You don't, you don't feed stupidity. Yeah. A lot of times the best thing you can do is sometimes some of stupidity, not all of it. Some of it is just yeah. ignore it and just simply let it go away. Because a lot of times yeah. it's just feeding attention. I I don't know if you guys remember, uh, you guys are probably, you know, there used to be promo records that uh, club DJs and radio DJs would get back in the 1980s, and you would get them like... Oh, yeah, I remember those. I mean, I was okay. a young kid, but I listened to the radio even as a kid, so yeah. Okay, and you, and you would get these like two months before they were in the record stores, and this was before downloading and all that. And uh, a, a couple of my DJ friends, I had a studio up in the attic of my old house, and I had two big speakers mounted on the wall. And we would play these different promos, and we would, you know, guess which ones were going to be the hits. And I got to tell you, at, at the risk of sounding immodest, I was probably right nearly 100% of the time. This song is going to be big. This song is going to be big, you know. Oh, yeah. um, and then the re- most of them, 90% of them were, you know, this, this is going to go nowhere. This is going to. And I'll, there's one song that I was completely wrong about. I mean, I I tossed that thing in a pile, and about six weeks later, I was going through that pile looking for. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> it was push it when the first time oh, I heard God, that. Oh God, I love that song. That is going to be nothing, you know. Yeah. And uh, man, like I said, a couple of weeks later, I was going through that pile. Yeah. I know it's there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can tell that. I mean, I had people that used to uh, even before I got involved in radio and stuff. I had people that valued yeah. my opinion as far as sound goes. And I had a lady that I worked for one time called me into her back office. She said, listen, listen, tell me what you think about it. I'm sitting there listening to it. We get done. She says, what do you think? You think that's ever going to be able to be sold? I said, honestly? I said, I don't know who these people are. I said, evidently you do. I said, but no, I don't think it could ever be sold. I said, it's great for a bar band. Yeah. That's what it was. Man, listening to the CD, you could just tell. You had that feel that you were sitting in a bar, having a glass of shot of whiskey. You didn't feel like you were like really being entertained. It was like background noise. Hmm. You could just tell it. And to this day, as far as I know, them folks ain't never become nothing. As far as in, you know, getting sold. Right, right. But uh, hmm. uh yeah, you, sometimes you can just tell. You know, you push it, man. I was dancing that song. I was thirteen years old, man. Yeah. That was a good song. Oh, yeah. That was a good group. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, they obviously had a great career. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That was before anybody knew who they were. You like Salt and Pepper, Jack? I remember some of their music vaguely. Um, they were big when I was probably around like nine or ten years right. old. Like right. Re- like right in the middle of the mid nineties because I was born in eighty five. 
I know they have one hit song that if I really sat back and thought about it, I'd remember it. But um, that's the only hit I ever remember them having. The push it. But came then again, out. growing up, well, growing up, I didn't really watch MTV. Like uh, right. you know, I listened to the radio, but you know, I was forbidden to watch MTV. And um, so a lot of the mid '90s stuff I didn't really catch unless you know I had the babysitter around who didn't care. Or, you know, that's why like you. That. That's how you grew up educated, though. You was able to yeah. stay away from that shit. Uh, I did more reading, and I, you know, right, I was outside exactly. with my friends a lot more, <laughs> stuff like that. But um, exactly. I do remember the first music video I ever watched, though, and that was Radiohead's "Paranoid Android" uh, because it was really? a cartoon. Yes, because it was a cartoon. Uh, and okay. um, and it was I didn't know who they were at the time because you know when that record came out, it was '96. I was maybe 11 years old, but I became right. a huge Radiohead fan when I was like 15 or 16. And then kind of look back and remembered, holy shit, I used to listen, right? That was the first music video I ever watched was this one song off of OK Computer. So, Yeah, Radiohead's um, a good group. I've seen them live. Oh, I would recommend wow. seeing them live if they ever come through. They played at Blossom and had one of the best light shows I've ever seen. Um, like, they were really? playing the raindrops, and uh, they had, like, electric rain, like, raining over the stage, like, these three huge monitors that had, like, uh, video mixing and stuff going. It was oh, really okay. cool. Hmm. Yeah. Me and Chris is going to try to see uh, Counting Crows when they come to Blossom in a couple of weeks. I was still really big on them. All their music sounds the same to me. Oh, no, man. I, uh, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. <laughs> that dude, I'm going to tell you, if you ever sit down just listening to a couple of his out there albums, the dude that write for him, I forget his name, but the guy that writes for him, lead singer, Hell of a lyricist, lyricist or whatever you're going to call it. Good with lyrics. Well, granted, I've only really ever heard their real popular stuff, so, I mean, I can't really judge the rest oh, of them. Oh, man. They just never really rang with me. I mean, I'd see them live and judge them. Omaha. I mean, there are bands I've seen live that I wouldn't have liked if I just heard their studio stuff. That song, Omaha, off their first album, that don't give you chills, man. I don't know. Ain't nothing I got. Ain't nothing that. So you just put the rest of the CD away. It's just so well written. It's fantastic. I'll look it up. Let's do it later. Yeah, it's fantastic, man. And the last I looked, it was on Amazon Prime, the album. I have YouTube. Oh, okay. Oh, shit. I have Amazon Prime now. I forgot about that. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. That's why I told you. It's on there. I know I'm pretty sure the last time I checked it was on there. But, right on. I'll check it out when we get off the show. Let you know what I think. Yeah, it's just some of the stuff he's just the way he's just the lyrics are fantastic. But, uh, what do you think about this Urban Meyer situation, there, Billy? Well, you know, I, I haven't been able to really nail down what the facts are. There, it seems like at 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 the heart of it was that he made light and actually defended the coach that was accused of the of the battery. Oh yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of cover up going on. And uh I don't I don't know that this necessarily had anything to do with whether or not it was properly reported to the police. It has to do with that guy's position with the team. Yeah. Okay. And apparently it seems like uh you know he 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 should have been more aggressive in vetting that situation. Now, I can tell you this. I knew he was going to get suspended. I didn't I didn't believe he was going to get fired because uh, he's got too much support. 
And uh, what he's being accused of wasn't egregious enough to fire him. However, uh, in the, today's climate, they couldn't just let it go either. So I figured a, a suspension would be a way to kind of... Uh, you got three games. Yeah, to kind of uh, appease both sides of the issue. Um, and uh, he didn't seem to me in that interview uh, last night, he did not seem like his heart was in that uh, that statement that he made. It seemed very contrived. It seemed very rehearsed. Yeah, I'm sure. And it it, 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 it it seemed like he was very disgruntled with the whole thing. Oh, okay. So that's uh, that's my take on that. Um, I'm, not again, I, exclu- I'm not trying to exclude you, Jack, but this is a concerning Ohio State football coach, so I don't okay, yeah. do anything about it. I know generally like what's going on with him. I don't really care. But right. um, here's, a fun, here's a fun fact. He uh, grew up in my hometown, oh. Ashtabula. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's from Ashtabula. He graduated from St. John High School, which was like the main Catholic private school yeah. in my area. Uh, so, I don't know. There's a sign for him. If you come off of 11, going on like 531 or whatever that road is, or 328, or I don't remember. Um, it, it says, you know, home of Urban Meyer, and there's a big, like, Ohio State logo on it. So uh, okay. But, uh, yeah, he graduated high school three years before I was born. Hmm. Interesting. But uh, they were there was a lot of mishandling of the documents, though, too. There's a lot of things. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. You get down into looking into what was happening, and there was a lot of cover-up going on there. There was a lot of things that should have gotten reported that didn't get reported, things like that. There was a lot of stuff. Uh-huh. Isn't so, there some state senator or something who's in trouble for this right now, too, if I recall correctly? I'm not sure about that. I am not either. I recall one of the Republicans down in southern Ohio was taking a lot of heat for something he had to do with it or something. I don't know. Um, I just I can't remember his name. But uh, I saw it in a campaign ad that popped up on YouTube. Oh, okay. Mentioning him. Um, hmm. You know, I, of course, skipped it after five seconds like I usually do, but, uh, you know. Yeah. Well, John Brennan threatens Trump with a, with a legal action over his uh, clearances being blocked. Really? Yeah. He says, I don't know what kind of legal ground he thinks he stands on, but other than what was you saying, Jack, before the show started, you was telling me? Uh, Just the fact that getting security clearance at his level is just so ridiculously hard to get. And if you have it revoked, it, um, A, you'll never get it back, and B, it really, really narrows the number of jobs and limits where your career could go after that. Uh so, I mean, taking away somebody's security clearance after they earn something like that is kind of like a death sentence for their career. And I don't think what John did would... I mean, yeah, sure, it warrants him getting fired, but I don't think that revoking his security clearance was correct in this case. Yeah. I, yeah. I think he only did it as a vengeance ploy anyway, just to be honest. Uh, as far as... Uh, Trump. Yeah. When he, I think the, when he did that to his clearance, I think he was just doing that to spite. I mean, can we prove that? No, but that's what I think he was doing. He was just trying to get back at all. Everybody that he's done that to has been somebody that's been involved in what he calls the witch hunt. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, you know, in uh, in fairness, I'm, I kind of understand both sides of this issue because I understand why when you're retired from one of those businesses that uh, they want you to keep your clearance so that you can be consulted upon uh, if necessary by the current people involved and your experience and all that can be used. On the other hand, if if you choose to go the route of a political partisan and uh, you're making money as a pundit and uh, you know, you're on the TV show circuit getting paid and your credibility comes from the fact that you have this security clearance and you're using it for that purpose. You know, some of those senators in that have a, have a, have a legitimate point saying that, you know, maybe that isn't uh, such a good thing to be doing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I can see that side of the argument because you never know if he's going to slip up and you know yeah. blab on some you know state sheet or secret or something like that. So, I mean, I get that. It's just I don't think that what he did, um, you know, basically going against Trump warranted him getting taken away just for that alone. Right, right. Uh, also, I wanted to bring this up. I've got two more little bits about Trump. All right. At a recent Bring speech, at a re- recent speech, he kept uh, using the term CBP. Or he was, yeah, for U.S. Customs and Border Protection was what kind of meeting he was at, and he okay. kept using CBC, which is the uh, Congress of Black Caucus. As the term, you were talking about the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation. No, he was talking about. <laughs> I was kind of confused for a second there. He was using the Black Caucus's organization's uh, letters. All right. Speaking at the U.S. Customs and Border Protection meet, it was like a big event, like everybody worked for him or whatever, big committee meeting or whatever, and he stand up and was one of the speakers, and he kept saying that over and over again. I mean, more than once. Hell of a lot more than once. I'm like, dude, research your shit before you get out there. Make make sure your shit's right. You're standing up in front of millions of people. This is bringing back memories of the teleprompter thing. You remember that? No. Everybody was like, oh, Obama's using a teleprompter. Oh. Oh, it's... It calls him into questionability, you know. So it was what? one of those, like, Obama wears a brown suit, or Obama uses brown mustard, or... Yeah, yeah. Well, the presidents one of those before stupid him, things. The presidents before him were using cue cards. That doesn't matter to morons, dude. What the hell is the damn difference? I mean, it's just... Well, one's a card, and one's a computer monitor, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the, the ones with the card, you had to employ somebody else. Now you took that job out of the system, you ain't got to worry about it. Yeah, you got a projector to do it for you. Hey, you can get teleprompters for your damn phone, dude. You get there's apps. Yeah. For, there's apps for teleprompters on your phone that you can te- get the text and add it to the t- this thing, and it'll roll while you're talking. And it's voice yeah. recognition. Voice recognition. It moves as you talk. That's the craziest shit. Get it all for your house now. So a cue card, but on your phone. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I'd ever have use for one of those things, but 
I don't know, maybe I'll give it a shot. I can use my live reads with it. Well, apparently there's impeachment talk going on in D.C. again. For whatever damn reason, I don't know. So it's uh, another day that ends in Y already? Yeah, tell me about it. There's nothing that... <laughs> it doesn't matter how much you dislike the guy. You might outright hate the motherfucker's guts. I don't know. But the fact of the matter is, there's certain things that have to be met and guidelines in order for an impeachment process to begin. And quite frankly, I don't see what the man's done that brings that process into effect yet. It takes more than that. Well, what's going to be interesting is in this case with Cohen... It is very difficult in any situation, in any case, to use evidence against someone that was obtained from a lawyer that turned on you. It's very good. It's very difficult to do that. Right. And um, I'm not sure how that's going to play out, especially with the president of the United States. I think it depends on the veracity of the evidence and like what he you know, knows and is willing to turn over. Yeah. In terms of like uh, which direction he's willing to roll on Trump, I mean, if they have like um, damnable evidence that he was funded by the Russians and all that, then yeah, that is kind of treason. But I mean, the whole paying off porn stars and all that, I, I don't really see that as being an impeachable offense. No, you couldn't be. No, I mean, they... as much as it amuses me, it's um, it's not something. I mean, yeah, he did it out of his campaign funds, but it did get paid back. It's not like he paid out and then just didn't replace the money. Right, right. So, right. Um, and I, I guess in some way you could twist paying off somebody who would potentially be damaging to your campaign as a campaign fu- or a use of campaign funds to get you elected. If you really want to be evil and twisted around like that, I mean, I'm not saying I'm making that argument, but right. um, I, I don't think that that's enough to stick enough for an impeachment trial. Yeah. Also, this is something he said, and before you think I'm crazy. I kind of agree with him, but not necessarily probably in the same mindset that he he made the remarks in. Okay. He said that if he was impeached, it would probably bring about the stock market crash and revolts from people, you know, other people in the country. Now, the one statement I didn't know necessarily agree with is he said that everybody would be very poor. I mean, that's, you know, I don't know about all that. But I could see something like him being impeached affecting the market in a very negative way. And I'm not bullshit. Yeah. I don't know. The market survived Kennedy's assassination. It survived uh, Bill Clinton's impeachment, even though he wasn't removed from office. It also survived Nixon's uh, resignation. Right. I mean, I... I don't know, man. The market operates in so many different, you know, external factors. It's really hard to say if that would affect it or if it would, or if it wouldn't. But I know? do agree with the revolts too, because here's the reason why: we got people in this country that's so damn narrow-minded, they can't see both sides of the spectrum. They can only see one. That if he was impeached. You don't know how many bands of people would join together just to try to damn raise hell and stuff because of it. That are diehard fans. 
I don't know. I think there would be protests in the streets. Like oh, yeah. Now. Oh, yeah. Maybe a few isolated that. incidents of some dude like losing his mind and maybe shooting at people or something. But I, I really don't think that it would be as drastic as people place it. Because, dude, let's face it. A lot of people have jobs. They have time commitments they have to deal with. A lot of people are like me are lazy and don't want to you know go yeah. deal with all the crowds and everything. I mean, I could see like some protests, but I doubt it would last more than you know a couple weeks to a month before everybody kind of settled back into the status quo and we yeah. did whatever evil thing Pence wants to do. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't really buy that. He's he also doesn't have enough diehard supporters. I don't think that they could reasonably you know raise an army or you know take over a city or any of that. It just no, oh, I don't think it, I don't think it would be nothing major like take over a city or nothing. I don't know about well, that. A lot that of kind things of I've heard has been like a lot of the stuff I've been reading is like sky is falling type deals with that. No, I don't. I, mean, I, just, I, don't, I don't think it. I don't think it's gonna. I don't think it would be something as major as bad as that, where they take over cities and shit. I just think we could get some violent protest out there, and there could be some shit go down in that type of field. I mean, as far as taking yeah, over I, w- cities. I, w- I wouldn't. Uh, I, I would. I'll tell you on the. Um, on the right, I would say that a major upheaval with a lot of the uh, the Trump administration and all that could be a source of a problem. But I'll tell you where it's going to come from on the left. I'll tell you where it's really going to come from on the left. And this is a big if, but let's say Pence gets in there, and depending on what happens with the Supreme Court, if they screw around with Roe versus Wade, I'm telling you right now, there's going to be some serious trouble from the left. Oh yeah, oh yeah, big time. Yeah, uh, that I that I would that I would believe. Oh yeah, there'd be an uprising. You know, it's going to happen eventually. It's always going to happen sometime. A period in history in our country never had. I guess the Civil War, but I don't look at that as really the same type thing here. The Civil War was kind of what I look like or look at as a failed revolution. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. I don't know. I just think that the overwhelming populace just likes their life how it is now. Yeah. I mean, you get a bunch of people like warring with each other. Well, there goes your internet. There goes your Netflix. There goes all your entertainment. There goes your food. There goes everything else. And I mean, I, I just I don't see. Even in, you know, with what Billy said with Roe v. Wade, I don't see, I kind of see it the same thing. Everybody will, you know, ride in the streets and everything for about a month. And then given our collective, you know, short-term memory, I think things would just kind of die down and people would accept it. I mean, I don't agree with it at all. I think they should leave Roe v. Wade where it's at and, you know, stop screwing with, you know, women's rights to do what they want with their bodies. But at the same time, I, I just... A lot of a lot of news sites and a lot of people in the media will kind of give you the extreme worst uh, worst case scenario, and then not really go into any of the other ones. And I've noticed that as a pattern in the past ten years, even under Obama's administration. Oh yeah, and I just I, I just don't buy a lot of it, you know. Right. Well, that's smart of you. A lot of people get all into panic mode. I mean, look at uh, look at Occupy Wall Street. How that was like this huge thing, and you had people on both sides talking about how it was going to disrupt a lot of stuff. And what really happened? Like a few weeks of protests, and then people got kicked out of parks, and everybody had to go back to work. You know? Hmm. Yeah. So eh, I just 
I could see a lot of backlash from the left. I could see groups like Antifa, who, by the way, as a liberal, I abhor, um, because they make us look like assholes. But, um, I, I mean, but again, like, once they get kind of beat down by the cops and all that, and everybody just kind of, like, you know, decides to just go back to, you know, their regular lives, I don't see it lasting that long. Right. It's a horrible thing, but I don't see it lasting that long. Yeah, I don't think you'll ever, not unless they come up with some hardcore evidence, I don't think you'll ever be impeached. Well, I mean, look at the whole Iraq mess with uh, with George W. I mean, I'm right. sure that there's plenty of impeachable stuff in there, and nobody ever did a damn thing about it. So do you really think <laughs> they're going to follow the same pattern? Plus, it's an all-Republican Congress right now. They're not going to, if they impeach their president, I mean, that puts a lot of their jobs at risk as well. Yeah. Right. So I think it would, it would have to be something extreme. Like it would have to be him, like you know, beating the crap out of Melania during the uh, State of the Union speech, while se- like holding a severed puppy head to even, you know, get the right to <laughs> start even considering it. I mean, in a lot of ways, when he said he could shoot someone on Fifth Avenue and nobody would, you know, even blink. I, in a lot of ways, I think he's right. I mean, just look at a lot of the stuff he gets yeah, away with. He is. <clears throat> Absolutely. Imagine if Obama would have done like even a tenth of some of the stuff that he's pulled. I mean, there, oh, there's no question. Yeah, so that's why Actually, I have. You, you could pretty much say that about any president. I, I, I believe he's completely in a unique, and there's never been anything like this before. Yeah, it's uh, kind of bizarre, isn't it? Yeah. It's like a whole um, new level of arrogance. Even, even if George W. would have said, "I could shoot people in the street and not lose any support," imagine what that would have done. Oh, oh people yeah, would have lost their minds. Yeah, yeah. It's just I don't know if it's an effect of how like the internet's kind of taken down our collective attention spans or, um, or what, but it is definitely something that, weirdly enough, became acceptable in the last four yeah. years or so. I mean, you got a guy going around talking about grabbing pussies, which is sexual assault, and nobody seems to give a shit. But you know, when Clinton got that blowjob, everybody just lost their you know lost their minds. There were like two year long trials about it and everything else. <laughs> So it's it's kind of interesting to see how times have changed in the past thirty years of my lifetime. But you yeah, got but he was he was talking to a guy about grabbing pussy. He wasn't actually grabbing it. Yeah, he he was in my opinion he was being facetious, just like he was about shooting people in the street. He was yeah. saying when you're famous, you can get away with it. Yeah, uh, I'm and, just saying like imagine another president or high public figure before oh, you're Trump joking correct. about something oh, like you're that. absolutely so, you correct know, yeah. i wasn't yeah. saying he literally walks up the women and you know okay. grabs them like a bowling ball but you know i mean it's, it's just interesting how it's changed you know like 20 years ago you couldn't even say asshole on tv and now i mean look at yeah. like fx stuff like that oh yeah I now mean, it'll be nudity in 10 years dude i mean i just i think people are kind of you know unclenching their uh, their sphincters a bit. If that low. But then again, you know, on the other side, you get uh, the other sets of people who get outraged about absolutely everything, which social oh, yeah. justice warriors, which is what I like to call them. Yeah. But um, so it's it's fun to watch those two forces kind of like fight with each other, you know. <laughs> uh, but I don't know. I wonder what's going to be like ten years from now. Yeah. Ten years from now, I bet the media on television will probably be so unreal. Like I said, you'll probably just about be able to get HBO material on a goddamn AMC. 
Well, it's just slowly society is deciding that things that once were not are now more acceptable. Right. I mean, any one of those cable channels could run whatever the hell they wanted all day, and uh, they'd be allowed to do it. It's just, you know, they're still put in check by the advertisers and the boycotters and all of that. Yeah. Well, on a lighter note, well, maybe this is for you it might be an even sadder note. I don't know. The Big Bang Theory will end after 12 seasons. I'm going to go cry into my pillow. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just feeling so much discomfort right now. Yeah. What will I ever do without that show? Uh, Better state of mind, I can tell you that. I hate that show so much. You like it, Billy? (laughs) It's all right. Uh, I mean, I I can watch it once in a while. Yeah, I just... I mean, and there's some good lines in there once in a while. Yeah, I watched it with my aunt a few times. And this, it's just... It wasn't nothing I had to go home and get on Netflix or Hulu or nothing and just grab it and just start, you know, binge watching the hell out of it or nothing. That one of Two Broke Girls are my two most loathed uh, TV shows. I hate um, saying that. In fact, my buddy Drew made me watch um, Two Broke Girls one time for an hour and a half, and I told him if he ever did that again, I was going to commit a hate crime. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, uh,. Yeah, I, I just my main problem with it is a it's I don't find it very funny and b it's just like a minstrel show for nerds, man. I mean, just, it really is. It, as a nerd myself, it, it offends me on a deep level. Um, but uh, here, do me a favor, go on YouTube after the show and look up the Big Bang Theory with the laugh track removed, and oh. tell me if any of these jokes land. <laughs> because a lot of it just comes off as them just being complete assholes to each other. Yeah. So. You'd be surprised what a laugh track can do to the psyche. Yeah. That's why I don't like them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I'm actually surprised that is ending. Isn't that CBS's like most famous or biggest show or whatever? Oh, it is? yeah. It's got to be up rated. there. Yeah. 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 It's way up there. It's like I said, it's been on 12 seasons. I didn't realize it been on that long. I hadn't either, man. You know, I I figured they'd be in there like eighth or ninth by now. Maybe I yeah, just don't 12. have time judgment anymore. Yeah, it's been twelve years. Uh, the last story I'm going to use for tonight is uh, Nabisco Animal Crackers is changing their front package. Have you heard about this? No. Peta. No. Peta has won the war, and no longer will the Nabisco company have animals in cages on the front cover of the wrapper anymore. <laughs> they'll now be frolicking they'll now be frolicking in the fields eating grass. But nobody actually <laughs> thought, hey, aren't you eating the fucking crackers? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, shit. Well Peter does believe that pets should be outlawed and they do euthanize a lot of animals, so uh, you know I heard, I read that today, and I was like, "What the hell?" People are getting their panties in a twist about animal cracker packages now. Yeah, Peter, are we running out of things to get pissed off about? Evidently, they've been after Nabisco for years, and I eat animal crackers. I got chocolate ones up in the fridge, up in the counter right now. You know the ones with the pink frosting? <laughs> I've had them. Yeah, those are good too. Try breaking them up in a bowl and pouring milk over and eating them like cereal. Oh, God. I, I bet that would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that'd probably be pretty good. But 
I just find I'd like to find more to do with my time. Worry about some drawing <laughs> yeah, on a package. Worry about a drawing on a package. That just don't add up. Yeah, it's getting like crazy, crazy anymore. Plus, yeah. like when everybody got mad at the Kylie Jenner, like share a Coke with the police officer commercial, which you know, I mean, it was a well shot, well produced commercial, but it's like you don't have anything else to like right. <laughs> to be angry about this world, oh, where, like billions of people are starving, and <laughs> I mean, come on, guys, it's yeah. a stupid Pepsi ad. Oh, some of the memes that came out of that were pretty great, though. I gotta say. Yeah. <clears throat> well, if you ain't got nothing, I've got nothing else. I'm gonna. <laughs> Well, I got like two more stories, but they're kind of could be lengthy, and I don't want to get into them yet. So maybe All we'll right. talk about it later. Because one's involved. Say it real quick, huh? Yeah, say it real quick if you want to get into them. I mean, just tell us what they are. Oh, just the topics where the prison strike is going on. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the, a big thing right now. Yeah, and uh, that's pretty much the last. Yeah, that is the last one I had was a prison strike but i know we'd probably we could go in if we got to talking about that that might you know take another five ten minutes if i got into all that so that's why i didn't get into that story that's the thing that i'm pretty sure will be going on next week yeah it's on for three so, weeks it's going on for three weeks so yeah we can get into it maybe some more stuff will co- happen between now and monday we'll hopefully nobody gets yes. shot or killed or nothing but i'm just saying <laughs> it's kind of in its infancy right now as a story because the protest just started the other day didn't it yeah yeah it was just a few days it was the 21st so yeah just they'll let few. this one develop yeah so i, I maybe, we'll, maybe we'll look more into it monday but yeah yeah it's going to go on for three weeks they said so i got some i got some pros and cons to it there's some things i agree with their their stand on but there's some things i disagree with their stand on so it's like a little bit of both so we'll talk about that maybe more monday or next thursday maybe well that being said i got nothing else y'all got anything i'm good man good yeah i'm gonna go back to playing octopath traveler until my eyes bleed yeah I'm going to go play check my eyelids for cracks because i got to be at work at 6. <laughs> that, sucks. that sucks. I'm sorry. Yeah. Y'all have a good evening, Bo- uh, guys. Thank you for joining us, Kate, uh, Jack. Yep. And if we don't holler with you this other one here Monday, we'll holler at you Tuesday. Y'all have a good one. Yes. You too, buddy. Have a good evening. There's a difference between do-it-yourself and do-it-for-a-living. At The Home Depot, we get that. And we're here to help pros get the job done with the products and brands you trust. Technology to keep your job on track. Job site delivery to save you time. And bulk pricing on over 4,000 items every day to save you money. When you've got a job, we're on the job. The Home Depot. More saving, more doing. There's a difference between do-it-yourself and do-it-for-a-living. At The Home Depot, we get that. And we're here to help pros get the job done with the products and brands you trust. Technology to keep your job on track. Job site delivery to save you time. And bulk pricing on over 4,000 items every day to save you money. When you've got a job, we're on the job. The Home Depot. More saving, more doing.